You're listening to All About Property Sourcing with Paul Rose, brought to you by the Sourced Property Podcast. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Sourced Property Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Rose, and believe it or not, this is episode 21 if I'm not mistaken. This podcast is something we intend to grow at Source. So if you have any requests whatsoever of property topics you want me to delve into, revolving around sourcing in particular and different strategies and things like that, if you've got anything you want me to delve into or you'd like to throw some questions my way, then do get in touch. You can email me on podcast at sourced.co. Moving on, we were talking in the office the other day and somebody said that the first 20 episodes of any new podcast are about finding your feet and, uh, you know, find it, finding your way really. So with this being episode 21, hopefully we have found our feet and you're enjoying the podcast and, and continue to listen and take some benefit away from it and hopefully pushing on to better things now with the podcast. So no pressure on me then to make this one a good one. On to today's episode, and on this episode, I want to talk about probably my favorite property strategy, really. It's hands down probably the most flexible strategy out there. You know, it also offers everybody involved a positive outcome. So, you know, creating those win-win scenarios as people talk about vendors, investors, and also you in the middle as a deal packager. It can also, depending on how you structure this strategy in particular, it can be a no money down opportunity. So what am I talking about? Any guesses? It's assisted sales, of course. So on this episode, I will explain what an assisted sale is. I'll tell you what properties work best and also run through how you can structure the deal, as well as talking about the all important exit. So for the uninitiated amongst us who are listening today, what is an assisted sale? Well, imagine you have a tired, rundown property, which is, you know, it's got one of those avocado bath suites, uh, you know, wallpaper and carpet from a few decades ago. You know what I'm talking about, those decades that fashion forgot. You know, they certainly don't make carpet like they used to. Typically, these types of property, they're going to be, by and large, vacant, um, most likely a probate property. So somebody's passed away and it's gone to probate. So straight away, what you've got on your hands are motivated sellers. Who just want to turn that property into cash in the bank. That's all they want to do. Sell it as quickly as possible and get the cash in the bank. But for these types of vendors, there is an issue. These properties, let's call them ugly ducklings to be polite. No, Nobody wants them. You know, think about it. The issue is most first-time buyers struggle enough for a deposit these days, as we well know. You know, never mind finding another lump sum of money to then refurbish a property to, let's say, modern day decor, new kitchen, carpets, flooring, etc. What happens typically is these properties tend to hang around on the market for sometimes a re- you know a great deal of time, and this is where an assisted sale can come in use. It's of huge benefit to the vendor. So you've got a motivated seller who's struggling to sell their ugly duckling properties. We said, so how do you structure an assisted sale? There are many ways you can approach this, but my approach would be to structure it like this. Let's say you've got a property on the market for 200000 Let's say it needs a £20,000 refurb. So bring it up to modern standards, get rid of the nasty carpet and the avocado bathroom suite. However, after you've spent the £20,000 on the refurb, 
you now have a house worth, let's say, 260000 So you have a profit there of around £40,000 that you've created. So how does it work? So either yourself with your own funds or a joint venture partner can cover the cost of the works and you would offer the vendor a profit share. So they get the price you initially agreed with them plus a share of the profit after all costs. So that £40,000 profit is then split on a profit share basis between yourself, if there's a joint venture partner involved between yourself, the joint venture partner and the vendor. Now, not everybody does it this way. Some people do it. So, you know, they've agreed a price with the vendor. They know what's going on. They're just happy to get rid of the property. So the profit share is simply split between yourself and a joint venture partner or literally just yourself if you're only using your own funds and you're not you're not involving anybody else at all so you know it can be a really really lucrative strategy the seller by and large is motivated for reasons we've already discussed but if you do offer them a profit share you know they're going to be walking away with a lot more money than they would ever achieve through a traditional sale for these types of properties and these types of vendors, you know, it really is an easy sell. It's an easy strategy to get people on board with. Next question, I'm sure you're already thinking is, how do you protect yourself and everybody else involved? So the key thing a joint venture partner or yourself may be worried about is, how do you protect your investment into the property? So it's likely that you'll use a mixture of uh, possibly a joint venture agreement between yourself and your JV partner or the vendor even. You may use an option contract, you may use a management agreement and an RX1 form to take a charge on the property. Now it really depends on who is doing what and how the funds will be divided between you all upon sale of the property. And the big bonus with assisted sales, as if there weren't enough positives with this strategy, the big bonus with assisted sales is that you don't need to buy the property. So there's no mortgages, there's no stamp duty to pay, there's no six-month rule either. And talking about timescales, the six-month rule, this can be a really, really quick strategy to use to get quick access to money, especially if you're using an exit whereby you are not going to sell on the open market, you're going to sell it at auction. So typically with an auction sale, you could have money in the bank in literally a matter of six to eight weeks, let's say, for argument's sake. So it's a fantastic strategy in terms of quick money. It's a fantastic strategy in terms of flexibility. There are various different ways you can structure these opportunities. So talking of the exit, the exit is vital as nobody gets paid without a sale. So make sure you have a good understanding of the sale price you're hoping to achieve. You know, check sold comparables. Don't pay too much attention to the on-the-market prices as these are dictated by vendors. To be quite honest, most vendors will want more for their property than it's worth, especially in the current market. That's a big trend right across the UK and agents as well because between vendors and agents, they set the, the on-the-market price. So pay more attention to the sold comparables in the area to give you a better understanding of the price you can hope to achieve. Of course, you do have the option, like I said, to sell at auction too. If the numbers stack up, so you know this exit means quick route to cash, as in theory, you know, you could have the money in the bank in a matter of weeks. So fantastic uh, exit there. Well, assisted sales can be 
uh, structures in a variety of ways. But for me, it has to work for all involved. That's the bottom line. Don't be greedy. You can always make more money on the next one. And the quicker the deal is done, the better. You can move on to the next one. With an assisted sale, once you've got your, you know, your refurb boxed off, you know how much the refurb's going to cost, you know how long it's going to take. Once that's underway, you know, you build that sales funnel, you can have the next one underway already and get that one negotiated, get that one going in the pipeline as well. So what you do is you're creating, you know, a series of these assisted sales all going through at slightly different stages and turning into what can be a very lucrative income. Like I say, don't be greedy. You can always make more money on the next one. It's got to be about a win-win. Giving the profit share away to the vendor is not a necessity. You don't have to, like I said. But for me, it motivates them, keeps them interested. They're on board from day one if they understand it and understand that the reason why you're using this strategy, it keeps them on board. If you've got a joint venture partner, then you've got to give away enough profit. How much profit is entirely up to yourself, but... Typically, let's say you split the profit 50-50 maybe between yourself and a joint venture partner, especially if they're acting literally as just they're putting the money down. You're essentially project managing the, the, you know, the builders, the trades, as it were, you know, 50-50 is more than fair. Again, it's entirely up to yourself and, you know, what you give away to the vendor as well. It's entirely up to yourself, but make it fair, make it fair. So I hope that's give you a good little insight into assisted strategies. Probably my favorite of them all, just purely because of the flexibility, the income. Your typical fee on an assisted sale can be anything from, like the example we give today, you know, 40,000. It can be anything from 10, 15, 20,000 pounds up to much more than that. It just depends on the property in question. So lump sums of income, quick exit, quick route to cash. And potentially an all money down as well, which is amazing. Get your joint venture partners. There's lots of investors out there who've got pots of cash. They're not getting the return in the banks and they're looking to put that money somewhere to better use. And this particular strategy can really benefit investors as well as yourself sat in the middle as a deal packager. So I hope that's give you a good overview and uh, maybe whet your appetite a little bit for assisted sales. So it's maybe something we'll touch upon again in the future. If you've got any questions on assisted sales or like I said at the uh, the beginning of the podcast, or any subjects you want me to delve into or anything you want me to answer or discuss, then do email me on podcast at sourced.co. That's it for this time. Hopefully episode 21 was a good one. And uh, on to episode 22. I'll see you next time. Take care. Goodbye now. Thank you for listening to the Sourced Property Podcast. Visit sourced.co for free training videos and blogs. 